Iruvin daf ayin vav. The last thing we were discussing, we brought a saying of Amar Yudama Shemuel, when you have ten houses all connected one behind the other, and there's a hatzer in front of them. Do all of them have to give an iruv or to give something to be part of the iruv, or just the last one, and all of them are considered a gateway? We saw Shmuel said that only number ten has to give something to be part of the iruv, and everyone's considered a gateway. And Rabbi Hanan says even number nine has to give, because you can't be a gateway to one house. Then we brought Amar of Nachman, Amar of Babar, Amar of statement of two Hatsirot on the outside, three houses in the middle. Exactly how would you give the Iruv over there? And we discussed that he holds that the two houses that are near the Hatsir uh, bring their bring a piece of bread or something and put it in the middle. And even and the middle one doesn't even have to give anything. And then there was Tosfot Shita, which uh, anyway you cut it, uh, only one house has to give something. And with that, we're starting Ayin Vav Amud Aleph, three lines in at the end of the line, where it says Badik, Badik Lehu Rahava Rabbanan. Rahava wanted to test the rabbis. You have Shtechat Serot, Ushneh Batim Benim. You have two Hatserot on the outside, two houses in between, and everyone's connected to one another, except that uh, the outer Hatserot they don't want to do Nairub with the house that's right next to it. Rather, People of Hatser number one went through the house next to it and they put the Iruv with the house uh, after that. Meaning we don't care about the house that's next to us, we want the house uh, that's after that. And the people of the other Hatser did the same thing. They didn't want to do uh, Iruv with the house right next to them, they wanted to do the house after it. Kanu Iruv Were they Koner Iruv or not? And the question is as follows. If each house is considered a gateway to the house next to it, then neither Hatser did its job because you can't put your Iruv in a gateway. And if each house is considered a house, then the Iruv is worthless because they can't get to their Iruv because the house in between. And here's this, the, the size of the suffix. Mimashvit lehu legabed de hai bait ul gabed de hai bechar. Do I say that uh, each house is considered a house and a gateway? Meaning to the Hatzir is considered a house and to the other side it's considered a gateway. Ul gabed de hai bechar ul gabed de hai bait. And flip it around to the other Hatzir and the other house it's considered a, a gateway and a house. Uh, and therefore the Iruv works. Do we say that or not? Meaning, can a house count as a house and a gateway? Both of them didn't do nairuv. One way or another, if you want to make it a gateway, then very easily, a person put his nairuv in a gateway, in a place where there is an awning but there's no walls, or in a porch, and nairuv. And if you call it a house, you're carrying through a house that you didn't do an Iruv with. So the Gemara asks, why is this different than what Rabbah said? Rabbah said, Two people said, here, take our uh, bread and go do Iruv Tehomin for us. Or like Tosfot says, Iruv Hatserot. One person he did a roof for him while before Shabbat. The other he did and we're not sure is it day, night, 
the one he did while still there was eaten by a person or a dog who found it when when they eat it banish mashot and the person who did he did for him banish mashot his eruv was eaten at night time and the question now goes as follows if Benesh Mashot is considered day, then the first person who his Ayruv was eaten Benesh Mashot doesn't work at all because uh, he never he, he never became night already. The second one, which he did Benesh Mashot, and we're still considering it day, if it was eaten at for sure night, then his Ayruv works. Now, if you want to say Benesh Mashot is night, then the first person, his Ayruv uh, was put that day and it was eaten Benesh Mashot is considered night, then it's a good Ayruv. And the person whose Ayruv was put Benesh Mashot that was considered night anyways and was eaten at night, so it's worthless anyways. And the answer is, since the Ayruv is Midrabanan and therefore Safek Rabanan Lekula, therefore Shneem Kanu Ayruv. They're both their Ayruv works. The question is, why can't we say the same thing over here with the two Hatzerot on the outside and the two houses on the inside? Why can't we say that to this one it's considered a house and to that one it's considered a gateway and the opposite? The Gemara answers, what are you comparing these two dinim? Over there we're not sure. It could be day, it could be night. Since the whole concept of Ben Shmashot is not known, we know there's many mahlukot and what Ben Shmashot means, so Divrei Hachamim won't be a joke. Because we mamash say that Benish Mashot is day, and we also say it's night. And the first guy has what to rely on, the second guy has what to rely on. Aval hacha, but over here, idl gabed the high bait, le gabed the high bait, idl gabed the high bet shar, le gabed the high benami bet shar. If you want to call this house, then this one has to be house also. If you want to call this one a gateway, then this one has to be a gateway. If you start playing games, this is house, this is gateway, and flipping it, then the hachamim is going to be one big joke. And therefore, we're not going to split it. And the Ayruv won't work. Hadran ala Hadar, and now we're starting the seventh parak of Masachir Ayruvim. The Mishnah starts, Halon Sheben Hatserot. You have a window between two Hatserot. Arba'a al Arba'a, it's four by four tefahim, bitoch asara, within ten tefahim of the floor. If they want me'arvin shnaim, they could do two separate ayruvs, ve'imratsu, or if they want, they could do it all together, me'arvin ehad. Pachot me'arba'al, if it's less than four by four tefahim, it's not called an opening, it's considered part of a closed wall. Or le'malem asar tefahim, or if it's already over ten tefahim, the walls, it's already considered a mechitzat, it's, that's it, ten tefahim, ten tefahim. It's considered a wall and it's separating, and therefore, Ma'arvin Shnaim, they can only do two separate Ayruvin, Ve'en Ma'arvin Had, and they don't uh, be Ma'arif together. Now, the Gemara starts, Lematnan Stama, Kerabban Shimon Gamliel. It sounds like our Mishnah, we hold the Kerabban Shimon Ben Gamliel, the Amar, Kol Pahot Me'arba'a, Kelavudame. That anything less than four tefahim is like lavud is connected together, and not like rabbanan who hold it's uh, three, because of you we're saying anything less than four is considered uh, love uh, is considered like it's all closed. So four is the mark, not three. 
The Gemara says, "Afilu tema kerabanan." Can even say our Mishnah goes according to Rabbanan. Why? At kan lopligar Rabbanan ale de Rabbanshi momen gamliel. Up Rabbanshi hachamim didn't argue on on Rashbag, and they said it's uh, three is considered lavud, four lavud. Ela leinam levudin. Only to the concept of lavud. It means uh, the concept that we imaginary close the hole. For something to be considered open, we need something hashub. Even hachamim If it's four by four hashiv, it's considered hashub. And if not four by four, it's not hashub. Now we learned in the Mishnah, if it's less than four tefachim, or if it's higher than asarat fahim then uh, you you do two separate eruvs, not one eruv. Now the Gemara says pshita. Well, obviously. Kevan de Amar, since you said in the Resha that Arba'al uh, Arba'af is 4 by 4 betoch asara within 10 mimedla and ayadana, anyways, I understand, like automatically, I understand that Pahot Marba'af is less than Fut Fahim, or Malan Asara, or over 10 Fahim, then you can't, you don't do uh, one Iruv, you do two Iruv, I understand that, so why do you have to repeat it again? So the Gemara explains, no, Hakamash Malan, what do you come tell me when it's over? Tama de Kulele Malan Asara. The only reason that I do two separate eruvs is because it's above ten tefahim. However, aval miktsato betoch asara. If some of the window is under the ten tefah mark, me'arvin shnaim they could do two eruvs. Ve'imratzu me'arvin ehad. And if they want, they could do one eruv. It's like Mark says, tena tenina lehad etaruna banan. We learned it in Brayta. What we're medayek in the Mishnah. If most of it or all of it is above 10, and some of it is under the 10, or if most of it is uh, under the 10, and some of it's above, you, you could be ma'arev two, or you could do one big iruv. So Gemara says, why does the Brayta say it twice? It sounds redundant. It sounds like it's just saying again and again. If in the case where most of it's above 10 and some of it is under 10, you said, you could do two or one. If most of it's under 10 and then and some of it's above 10, do you even have to tell me that they could do one or two? It's simple. The Gemara explains, no, the Baita is talking in a way where not only, not just this, but also this. It's a type of language, meaning not just when most of it is under 10, even when most of it is over, it's still good. If you have a wall in between the two Hatserot and you have a halon, a goal, a round window, a circle window, and you have that in between the two Hatserot. You need 24 Tefahim going around in a circle in order to make that allowed. And two and change of the 24 Tefahim have to be below the 10 Tefahim from the ground. Why? If I make a square window of 4 by 4 and I put it in that circle, some of it will be in that uh, 2 tefahim that is less than 10 tefahim from the ground. Now the Gemara says, let's see a second. 
the ratio between the diameter going from one side of the circle to the end and going around, which is the circumference. So the ratio between circumference to diameter is 3 to 1. Now we know today it's 3.14 and that's uh, we have already discussed that in the past and I'm going through it again. But bottom line is, all I need is 12 going around in order for there to be a width of 4. The Gemara explains, you're right. But that's if I need a circle. Then I understand how to understand how big I, the circle has to be. Then I do that ratio. When I need a square, I need now I need a bigger circle. And therefore I need 24. asks, How much is a square bigger than a circle? Revia, a quarter. So if that's the case, 12 plus a quarter, you have 16. How'd you get to 24? So the Gemara explains, That's if you have a box that is 4 by 4 and you have a circle inside of it. But if you have a box window that is 4 by 4 and you want to make a circle around it, you need bigger. My tama, why is a quarter not enough? Mishum morsha de karnata. You have the area of the corner of those box. And since you need a little bit more space, you, you need more. Sigma asks, Mikhdi. Let's see. Kol amta beribu amta belachsona. Any ama squared, the diagonal in that square is one and two-fifths of the of the width and the length so if we're talking about an area of four by four so for the four you have to add two-fifths for every tefah that makes it another eight fifths which now will equal to an extra one and three-fifths so four plus one and three-fifths five and three-fifths five and three-fifths times 3, because we're going around 3, and that will equal to 16 and 4 fifths, or like the Gemara says, it, all you need is 17 minus a fifth, which is 16.8, 16 and 4 fifths. So how would you get the 24? So the Gemara explains, Rabbi Yohanan Amar ki de when Rabbi Yohanan was talking, he was talking according to the Dayanim of Kesari, like the rabbis of Kesari, When you make a circle inside of a square, you take a quarter off the square, and that's the circumference going around the circle. However, Ribu'ah Migo Igula Palga. When you're making a box inside of a circle, you have to add half of that box onto the circle. And therefore, if you want to find a box that is 4 by 4 tefahim, which would be an area of 16 tefahim, take half of that, which is 8, and throw it on to the 16 going around. And that's how you have 24 now, Tosafot is quick to point out that this math does not make sense, and therefore the halacha is not like Rabbi Yohanan, 
and he has a problem if if it's so off what was uh, what were the rabbis of Kesari talking about and they say something about the area being that of 24 not uh, not the circumference or not the area around it and ayin sham and look at the rishonim over there if it's less than 4 by 4 or if it's taller than 10 we said that you could only do two separate eruvs not one separate not one eruv together that's only if it's a window between two yards if it's a window between two houses even if it's above 10 they could go ahead and do one eruv because the house is, is as if it's full and since the house is full of things, it's or it's considered imaginary, like as if it's uh, filled with things, therefore, uh, we'll say that the floor really starts a little bit higher, and that window is always within 10 of the floor. And here's the mahlokit between Rabbeinu Yonatan on the reef, who says that since there's always chairs and, uh, and different benches in the house, that you could uh, couches that you could like, stand up on, that's the way he looks at it, and the Meiri says, even though it's not that way, but since even though there's nothing in the house, even uh, just Baderich called there's uh, things in the house, therefore it's uh, considered uh, as the floor is higher and the window is within ten of the floor. Now Rava asks a question of Rahman from we learned in a Braita. Whether it's a window between two yards, or a window between two houses, or a house or a window between two uh, attics, or it's a window between two roofs, or it's a window between two rooms. They all have to be four by four within ten of the ground. Now, bottom line is, you see from this Baraita that a window between two houses has to be within ten tevachim of the ground. So the Gemara explains Targuma Ahatzerot that we could explain that last part where it has to be within ten is going on the Hatzerot. But the Gemara asks Vehai But it says whether Hadli means whether whether it's this or whether it's that means they all have the same din. So the Gemara explains Targuma No, that din where they all the same. That's going on the four by four. They all have to be four by four, but within ten is only going on the Hatserot. asks You have an opening in, let's say, the ceiling of the house, and it's going from. You could go from there to the attic, or you could go from there to the roof, or whatever it is. And a person lives in the house, and a person lives over there in the attic or the roof or whatever the case may be. And they want to do an ayruv based on that opening. Do you need a ladder there that's always there and not moving in order to be matir the ayruv? Or, and this way they can be considered connected? Or it doesn't, the ladder doesn't always have to be there? And the Gemara explains there this question. We said before that the house as if it's full, so the the, the, the this uh, hole in the, in the ceiling should count. But we would say that. But that's only if it's in the wall, uh, uh, because that's where you you know that's where usually windows are. That's where you you know you would reach over there. It makes sense. But if it's smack in the middle of the ceiling, maybe it's not considered as if the house is full and uh, you know, people don't use that area. Odil, ma'at lo shana, it doesn't make a difference. The house is full, the house is full. 
My answer is Amale and Otsarikh. You don't need a ladder there always, and even without the ladder, you could do an Iruf together. Sabur mine, Sulam Kavahud and Otsarikh, Hasulam Alay Tsarikh. So Rabbi Abba understood from Rav Nachman that you don't need a permanent ladder there, but you do need like something temporary that's at least there sometimes. Itmar, but it was sad. Amar of Yosef, Bar Minyumi, Amar of Nahman, Ehad Sulam Kavua, Behad Sulam Arai, whether it's a ladder that is permanent or temporary, and not Sarikh, you don't need any of them there. Mishnah. Kotel Sheben Shete Hatsrot, you have a wall between two Hatsrot, Gabo Asara, it is 10 Tefahim tall, Veroha Barba, and it's 4 Tefahim wide. Me'arvin Shnaim Ve'en Me'arvin Ehad. There are two, you can make two separate Iruvin. Uh, you can't uh, put them together no matter how thin or flimsy this wall is already considered a Hashub wall. It's a Mechitza partition and they can't do Iruv together. Hayu Berosho Perot. Let's say at the top of this wall there's a fruit basket. And there's ladders over there and everyone could go up this wall and go and take an apple if they want. As long as they don't uh, to bring down the fruit from the top of this wall down to their hatser because they didn't do an iruv. This wall is considered a reshut onto its own because it has that four width and, and ten tefahim tall. Now, if there's a hole in this wall, that is uh, 10 amot big. And of course, there's something left of this wall. You could do two iruv, one iruv, whatever you want. Why? Because now this 10 amot, the hole in the wall, now becomes like an opening. Anything bigger than that. Anything bigger than 10 amot now becomes, everything becomes one big area. You do one iruv. And you can't do two separate Iruvin. And like Rashi says, the Nafkamina would be that if uh, this group did Iruv on their own, this group did Iruv on their own, it doesn't work because they're all considered one big Hatser. So now the Gemara asks right away, what about a wall in Bo'arba'a? If it doesn't have four Tefahim, what would, my, what would be the Halakha? Since it's not four Tefahim wide, it's not considered a shoot on its own. Amarab Sorav explains since the the, the kotel the wall is not a reshut unto itself, therefore it's batel. It's like the the air of the two sides uh, basically takes over it, and it's as if it doesn't exist. Both hatserot are considered one yard, and therefore each group can't do a iruv on their own. Therefore, you can't even move something the length of a hair because this wool is considered part of both Hatserot. And since it's considered part of both Hatserot, every bit you're moving, you're moving from one Hatserot to another. Rabbi Yohanan holds this is a makom patur, this wall, and everyone could bring food from their house and uh, bring it up onto the wall and eat it on top uh, of the wall and eat whatever is left, bring back home because this wall, since it's not wide for, it's its own reshut in a sense, but uh, it's makom patur and uh, it's batel on the other hand to both hatserot. So whereas Rav holds it's as if it's not there, Rabbi Yohanan holds it's there to some degree. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve